0: they asked, like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm at the point, you know, I used to (laughs) let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling (laughs) Um, self-conscious. This is truly such a genuine endorsement. I've really enjoyed using these products.
1: But don't just take our word for it. In a third party, double blind, dermatologist supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back.
0: Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com/justbreakup. That's p r o s e.com/justbreakup for your free consultation and and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash Just Break Up. Welcome to Just Break Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder,
1: And I'm Sam Blackwell. And today we're going to answer a letter from somebody whose partner is skeptical that she could be a good therapist. But before we begin, we just want to give you our Surgeon General's warning, which is that Sierra and I are not licensed mental health practitioners.
0: Right. We are not the therapists here. Uh, We are just a, (laughs) you know, a light supplement to your mental health regime. We are only here to offer our humble musings to hopefully shed some understanding and maybe some laughs on the incredibly rewarding but mostly confusing experience that is love. So please take our advice as you see fit. It's Monday, so we're going to do a quick check-in topic before we get into today's letter. Um, this check-in topic is inspired by a BuzzFeed article that I that I saw randomly scrolling through the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to dive into the whole thing, but just we're going to steal an idea from it. Um, the BuzzFeed article is about, quote, petty red flags that ended relationships on the spot. The title itself, like, totally threw me off because they're not the idea of this article is they're not red flags. They're just like people's personal preference preferences that the mm-hmm. other person like couldn't understand. And they're definitely petty or like, Bizarre, <laughs> like for example, uh, the first one is I once stopped liking a guy because he was lactose intolerant. He would <laughs> gloat about the fact that pepperoni pizza with no cheese and cereal with water were quote actually pretty good, and I could not handle that. <laughs> and I just like, I get it, I get it. Cereal with, with water sounds great, and also like that's your that's your line.
1: Yeah, you know, like, like that's maybe yeah, this yeah. That's is why the we're bread fight
0: Loneliness, you know. <laughs>
1: because we reject people because their bodies literally can't handle lactose and and they're like like, i found some alternatives that work well for me you're like absolutely (laughs) not Uh uh-uh cheese or die cheese or die
0: yes Uh, similarly somebody else was like i stopped seeing someone because he was allergic to peanut butter i couldn't imagine going the rest of my life without reese's peanut butter cups which to be fair I get
1: <laughs> it's like, ask somebody who had a deathly allergy to peanuts in my youth. Uh, I'm did deeply you? offended oh by God, that. How
0: did I not know this? Mm-hmm. And I you grew got, out I'll of grew it,
1: it, which is like, never happens. I'm a medical miracle, but like, yeah, like <laughs> ate like brownies that were like tinged with peanuts one time and like went into anaphylactic shock and like had to go wow. to the emergency room, like ambulance, epinephrine, carried an EpiPen for many years. And then I went to the, Allergist, And she was like, they're developing like an allergy shot for peanuts, but we first have to like give them proof that you are allergic to peanuts. And so they did a blood oh test God. and they were like, you're not allergic to peanuts anymore. And then they did it again because they were like, this doesn't happen. And they were like, you have your blood has like no reactivity to peanuts Whoa. in any way. And then I and now I eat peanut butter toast every day. But for a while oh there, God. I like Look couldn't eat that. peanut or I would die. So.
0: You're like an X-Men, essentially. An yeah, X absolutely, and my mutation person. is there go, growing out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> allergies.
0: Okay, continuing back to the chat, the Buzzfeed list. Some of them are legitimate, like X or whatever the young people are saying these days. Um, like this person said, I dumped a guy after the second date because he licked his glasses to clean them. <laughs>
1: That's a no. That's a hard no. That's a hard no. I'm like the ones about peanuts and lactose were kind of ableist, and like I think we should really dig into that. Licking your yeah, glasses, yeah, that's weird, yeah. and I don't I don't like it.
0: I stopped dating a guy because of the way he tied his shoelaces. They were so tight it made his feet look really skinny in the middle, like clown shoes. It was creepy. <laughs> These people
1: I hate this. To be fair, I hate this. to be I'm fair, like, my ex
0: had really big feet and I didn't I didn't like looking at them. But <laughs> Whatever. I mean,
1: like, uh, maybe
0: it's, I didn't actually, I didn't like the shoes that he wore. You know what I sure, mean? Sure,
1: sure. What?
0: But, but, but we dated for years and I just didn't look down. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: I hate this because I don't like the idea that people are paying attention to like what my feet look like.
0: Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> okay. So the one that I, I actually appreciated is... Um, because it gave me a little bit of good perspective. They said, I once stopped seeing someone because he didn't like my lip gloss. And at first I was like, uh, okay. But she said, my lip gloss is like a vice. I'm not giving it up for somebody, some random I barely know. And I was like, that is the energy I not need subject. of like, not if if this is important to you, don't compromise yourself. But I don't know. Is it is it peanut butter or is it lip gloss? Is it, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I just like the way she phrased it. Anyway, so moving away from this uh, really questionable BuzzFeed article, I thought that Sam and I could—I don't know—think of our what would our like petty reasons to break up would be. <laughs> For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I think uh, like I feel really conflicted about this whole article. Um, and because I feel like we can have personal preferences and I feel like not everyone is for us and also I feel like we're so quick to be like you are not for me (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to say Uh, yeah like a culture of disconnection because we're like how dare you wear sandals to the bar which is one of which was like number eight on this list
1: (laughs) oh I wouldn't do it just because like bars are gross and dirty but like I wouldn't break up with someone because of that yeah (laughs)
0: Alright, so Sam and I are gonna come up with our petty reasons to break up. What would be a petty reason that you would break up with somebody?
1: Um, you've lived in the city for a long time and you've never taken public transportation.
0: Oh mm-hmm. okay, tell me more about that. That's it, that's like deeper than what I'm about to say.
1: <laughs> uh I think it's like elitism to like be like, oh, I would never take the bus. And then I also think that there's like It's like this weird like cities are dangerous type mentality of like, oh, if you take a bus, you're going to like get murdered. And it's like literally buses like go everywhere into like every neighborhood and like are safe like ninety nine percent of the time. So like just take a bus so that you're not like. So that you're not like drinking and driving, or like paying for yeah. an Uber that yeah. you don't need, right? Like, yeah. So many times I'm like, oh, let's just take Pray the bus, the and it's like the bus, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. It's, it's not that weird. <laughs> it costs a dollar seventy five. I, I miss Metro and transit. it takes you where you need to go without having to worry yeah. about you know getting in a stranger's car. Why is that any more safe than like getting on a public yeah. transportation?
0: Two two twenty five. On peak times, right? That's true. And I think it's okay. actually gone
1: up. I think it's two bucks now for... <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We're like, we're like, we're of the people. And yeah. we're like, I don't know how much the bus costs. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, so mine would be if the person had and required a really, really clean car. Like, I love getting into a clean car, but I just could not live with the pressure of keeping it that way.
1: Like, oh, absolutely. You know those people
0: who like vacuum their car every day
1: i do like, i have a friend who does that he gets his car cleaned twice a week and i'm like what Oof. a luxury
0: oh my god i get my car cleaned like once a year by myself <laughs> when i get the fucking shop vac out of the garage
1: that's really you have a shop vac that's so nice
0: yeah listen i'm a butch carpenter <laughs>
1: You're a butch bisexual Yeah boss. Okay.
0: Part time woods woods person. Would would whatever. Okay, here we go. Um Um uh yeah, I just couldn't live with the pressure of that it's stressful and so I would just end it early because I'd Absolutely. be like, I'm just gonna disappoint you with my like wrappers.
1: That's, that's really real. That's really real. Yeah. I And my I had empty, to take,
0: empty water bottles, you know, that I'll leave there for three years or whatever.
1: Yeah, I had to take my car in because I um <laughs> I caused a lot of damage trying to pull into my garage, uh, which is that. embarrassing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and I took it to the shop, and they like fixed it, and it was really great. And then they uh, they cleaned my car when yeah. they did, and I was mortified. Do you feel like
0: royalty? You no, feel ro- I was oh, horrified. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, oh
1: my god, I can't believe that that somebody had to clean up my nasty, nasty car for me. <laughs>
0: this is why I don't. This is why I don't go to the doctors because I was like, I don't want them to see the dirty car that is. My, My body. body. Absolutely, I mean? yep. Yeah. No, and then I was like... like and then they,
1: <laughs> when they gave it back to me and it was clean, I was like, oh, this is such a nice car. <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, okay. So like, nice. I, could, I could keep this car for another, like, five years or something. <laughs> you
0: just needed to vacuum it and, like, yeah, wipe it down with a it. wet wipe?
1: Yes, that's 100% yeah. what happened.
0: Yeah. Okay, what's your second um, reason to break up?
1: Uh, you have a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't do it. I could not do it. I think they're gross. I think they're just... I just, like... I don't like the noises that they make. I don't like that the light is always on and like fish are boring pets. They are boring pets. There's nothing fun about them.
0: (laughs) 15 years of friendship and I'm still learning. I'm still surprised by you. It's so beautiful.
1: I just, mm -mm, they're not for me.
0: I forgot my second one. Hold on. That is hysterical. Um, Okay, my last one is that like if I I could, I would break up with you if you were the type of person who always had to listen to music.
1: Let me explain. We've been having so many conversations about this in our, with our friends about like, are you a quiet house or are you a music house?
0: Listen, I love music. I love putting it on when I'm cleaning or, you know, little background noise while we're eating or something like that. Uh, I'm, I love music. I just, I I saw something on the internet that was like me as a parent. And it said, I I heard too many sounds at once and now I'm a bitch. (laughs) And I (laughs) swear to God, there's nothing that better explains the over, like the, the fatigue of sensations that you get as a parent. You know what Uh I mean? uh Um, Like you just hear so many sounds um, and we, we don't even, we have like two toys with batteries in them. It's just that the child herself makes a ton of noise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and when uh-huh. I'm
0: cooking, cause I, I cook for our family at the end of the day, Willow's just gotten out of work. She wants to, you know, turn on some music, have a good time, like relax, feel like the day's over. Uh huh. And I'm like, I need silence or like a calming audiobook by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I also like, because I have some hearing issues. Like I just don't always, it's like hearing issues slash sensory overload. Um, I just don't always like music all of the time. I get it. I like it sometimes. For sure. We're quiet I can't quiet house. think if it's too so loud. Like
1: we don't, yeah. we don't listen to music together like ever. And it's. Yeah. Whereas like other people in my life, like listen to it all the time. And it's, it's one of those, like those things you don't think about as being important until you're suddenly in somebody's house and you're like, why is there music? I don't understand.
0: Here's the thing. I'm going to sound like a big, big loser when I say this, but like I could go without music at parties because like, if there's more than three, four people, like there's lots of conversation going on and like the overstimulation.
1: (laughs) That's real. That's real. Anyway, But Uh, being at a bar without music is weird. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, what's happening? (laughs) Why is it so? Like, why am I just hearing the din of people's voices? Tins,
0: (laughs) yeah. yeah. Tinny sounds. Yes. Okay. Anyway, back to relationship advice. So don't follow any of this.
1: (laughs) No, but like, please don't date people who have fish (laughs) tanks. Let's let's get into the letter. All right. Go ahead. Uh, This letter comes from. Getting trained in this, whose pronouns are she, they, who's uh, writing from grad school. Hello, JBU family. I've listened to your podcast for years now, and I think I have a question that you haven't answered before. I am currently pursuing my master's degree in dance and movement therapy. The program that I'm in also trains you in couples and family therapy as well. I'm so excited to be on this journey, and I can't wait to start my career as a therapist. My problem, question, pickle, is that my partner, they, he, has often expressed disbelief in the fact that I will be a certified couples and family therapist when I get my degree. We've been together almost two years, and at the start, like any other relationship, our communication was rocky. I struggled to communicate when and why I was upset, and it was hard for my partner during that time. I'm happy to say that I've grown a lot since then and that we have moved on from those issues. I've communicated with my partner, C, I've gotten better, that I could really use his support while pursuing this career, and that I feel a lack of support when he talks about how ironic it is that I'm studying to be a CFT. He's told me that he supports me and his feelings about this are his problem and not at all a reflection of his belief in me or support of me. However, I can't help but continue to feel like the butt of this joke. Therapists are people too and are inherently flawed and have gone often gone through their own therapy and personal growth before becoming a therapist themselves. And even after becoming a therapist, they continue to grow like everyone else. As two people in the mental health field, especially the relationship mental health field with partners, have you ever struggled with this? Has your partner ever pointed out the irony in the fact that you may be helping people with the very thing you need help with? How can I ask for support when I feel like my partner doesn't believe I'm right for this career? Thanks for all you do. Even if this doesn't get read, I appreciate the outlet JBU has provided for so many people to just type out their thoughts into the void.
0: All right, my darling, thank you so much for writing and trusting us with this letter. And hey, congratulations on pursuing a career that you're excited about. I'm sure you're going to be wonderful. I feel like it's really reasonable that you're feeling frustrated, confused, maybe a little hurt by your partner's reaction to your studies and your future career. Um, And I'm really glad that you've been communicating with him about it. Uh, But it sounds like something's not connecting with him or, or you're not feeling affirmed enough from that. So Sam and I are going to get into how uh, this letter makes us feel, how we can maybe support our partners when they've grown or changed change, like what work we have to do alongside them within ourselves um, and ways that you can communicate with your partner. Uh, but first, we're going to take a very quick break.
1: Use the middle person. <laughs> just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash That's rocketmoney.com slash just All All right everyone, welcome back. Um
1: so getting trained in this, like Sierra said, uh this is a really frustrating situation that you're in and I think you're feeling um hurt by it because it is hurtful, right? Like I think objectively like this sort of skepticism or this like joking whatever it is, however it's coming out about you doing this, I think is is unkind by your partner and like of course we can talk about all of the multitude of reasons why that unkindness might be coming out and obviously this is like a him thing and not necessarily a you thing but also it's affecting you, right? You know, like you say, like in your letter that he knows that it's like about him and his own reaction and not about you and his belief in you. But I think that those two things are tied together, right? Like the way that he's reacting, even though it's a him problem, it's about his own response. Is impacting you, and it is reflective of a skepticism of the fact that you can do this work. However, he means it or doesn't mean it, and I and I think that it's really real for you to feel like this is uh, not something that you are appreciating about your partner in this moment, and and to want him to be behaving differently. Like I think that that's really reasonable. Um, I will say that, like in answer to your question about like whether or not I have experienced this. Um, I would say that I, uh, that Peter has generally been like super supportive (laughs) of our podcast. And is like, I think it's really great that you're doing this. I think that the thing that we talk about the most as a partnership is like not presenting ourselves as perfect because the two of us are in constant figuring things out with each other. Right. So he, you know, when we've had conversations about like what we talk about on the podcast, he'll be like, I just want, people to know that it's not like fixed, right? That like we're still actively working on it. And I'm like, that's a really good insight. And that's of course something that we should be, that I'm trying to convey as well, that our relationship isn't some sort of like pinnacle that people should reach. Cause we're like on this journey with all of our listeners about like what it means to be in relationship with people. So like he's never been like, ha ha ha. Like you shouldn't be doing this because you're not ready for it. Or because you did this thing in our relationship previously. And yeah. and if he did, I would, I would like you feel deeply, deeply hurt by that reaction or that response. Yes.
0: Well, and I think the way you just phrased it there, Sam highlights that no matter how well he can describe like, Oh, this is coming from me. You know, this is obviously like a wound. the, The contrast between what you just described as like an understanding that and a respect, you know, that you're trying your best, that you were doing your best years ago and now your best can be different Mm -hmm. versus saying, you know what? I know this is this is this is about me and my insecurities or whatever and still choosing to to make those remarks or, or feel that way. There's a reason why this feels so grating to our letter writer, I th- I think there's, there's a lack of, there's a foundational lack of support in it, even if they don't mean it that way, even if they can point to their, to their wounds or their insecurities and say, this is why it's making me act this way. Um, there's a reason why this is making you feel so, so insecure, I think, because, yep. you, you know, How about this? There's nothing more powerful than a partner's support and belief in you. Mm -hmm. I think that's really valuable. And there's a, and I think it's, this is a valuable question because you deserve that sort of support. Not to say that your partner isn't allowed to have maybe like a triggered reaction due to past behavior. Like they're allowed to have their own experience and their own wounds from that, You know, none of this advice is meant to say like, well, you know, button that up and deal with it and just be a supportive partner. But uh, why I was drawn to this letter is because I've noticed over the last, you know, five years, decade of my life, how stuck we get in our current ideologies of people, our current understandings Mm. of them and how despite. The fact, even if they do change, even if they uh, grow or um, adapt or become worse or or whatever, um, it's very hard for us to see them as a new version of themselves because we, we really cling to our past understanding of them. And we do that for lots of reasons. We do that because we're insecure, because we don't want to be hurt by them, because we are hurt by them and we, we don't want to be hurt again, you know, mm-hmm. but just like just just. In the same way that us, our individual selves are changing, our evolution, our growth takes discomfort, takes leaning into the unknown, takes actual conscious effort to be like, I'm going to do something differently this time. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing to believe that your partner has changed or to believe in the growth and change of someone else. You have to, there's an action involved in there. You have to say like, I'm actively going to try reroute the paths in my brain when i think of you you know um and again this is none of this is to like victim blame uh the partner they have i don't know the extent of their wounds when it comes to this and maybe they're reacting to something much bigger than i understand on this paper uh but what i see in this letter what i what i have access to is somebody who is holding on to a past version of you because it's making them feel safer and it's making them feel justified or something like that. Like there's there's a discomfort that they're choosing not to engage in. You have to choose to see someone's growth sometimes.
1: Absolutely. Yes. And like, I think that they are obviously in a, a place where they're like, sort of focused on and remembering this past version of you. And, and again, like it hurts to, to have somebody not see the growth that you have been doing and the growth that you're continuing to do. Cause I know that none of us are perfect and that there are probably still places where you show up in your relationship in ways that you may not want to. Right. Uh, But I also think that, you know, at the end of the day, his support of you is not necessarily a reflection of whether or not you're capable of doing the work, right? Or whether or not you're capable of of being a good therapist to people, right? You know, they don't know what you are doing in your classes, right? They don't know what your own therapeutic journey has been on, you know, like he just doesn't know you fully, even though obviously you're in a relationship with him. And so I think part of what I would do in this relationship or in this situation is to, to do what it sounds like you are doing, which is to say when those types of comments come up, right, reflect back to them and say, hey, when you say this kind of stuff to me, it makes me feel like this. And I don't think that that's what you're trying to do, but it's it's really hurtful to to feel like you don't support me in this. Right. It it makes yep. me feel like it makes me doubt myself when you yes. make jokes about the fact that I'm becoming a therapist and what I need is for some sort of support or some sort of confidence in me because you're the person that I trust most to be able to understand the important work that I'm putting into not only getting my degree, but also doing the self-work to make sure that I can be an effective therapist for people. And when you say stuff like that, it feels like you're not seeing all of that work that I've put in. And if you're not seeing it, then like we need to have a conversation because like i'm doing it and if it's if it's not landing on you then like something needs to change right like something needs to happen here and to say like you know i totally owned the way that i showed up in our relationship before it wasn't good i absolutely agree with that on you like we don't need to keep We don't need to keep talking about it. Or maybe we do need to keep talking about it, but we can't keep talking about it in this way, right? Like we can't keep doing this thing over and over because it's not helping anything. And I think being really clear about that with your partner might help them see it a little bit, right? Or... And to say, like, I know that this is a you thing. You're having your own reaction to that, this thing. But this is how that reaction is landing on me, right? Like, it's not yes. something that you can necessarily just, like, figure out in isolation because it's not happening in isolation. It's not happening yes. in a vacuum. So we need to figure yeah. out something different to show that either you support me in this or we need to talk about why you don't support me in this because yes. that's, like, a that's a problem for me. right? Yes. Like, those things are 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 important things in this relationship. And I think you owe it to yourself and to them to like have this conversation about it.
0: Yeah. Um, and you can say too, like, what, how can I do, what can I do differently? Um, and what can you do differently so that you have a different reaction? You know, something that I'm, that I thought of sitting here is just that like, Is your partner holding, you can ask them, are you holding me to a different standard than other therapists because of your personal experience with me? Sure. You know, are you, because we, we are all deserving of growth and change. And just like you said in the letter, like therapists are people too. Therapists are multifaceted and there are great therapists out there and there are bad therapists out there and there are therapists, there are therapists out there that are for you and not for you. Mm-hmm. and yeah, I think Sam said everything perfectly there. So I will just say, I think this is really valid. I think this is a great growing, this is a fertile growing opportunity for the two of you. For sure. Um, and I think you're going to be great absolutely, uh, in your new career and I wish you all the best of luck.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for writing. We love you. We love you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you are interested in more content from us, or if you're interested in ad-free episodes, you can support us on Patreon. If you support us on Patreon for as little as $5 a month, you'll get an additional bonus weekly episode, as well as access to our episodes without ads. That's patreon.com slash justbreakuppod.
0: You can slide into our DM. send us your favorite relationship meme, but most importantly, you can submit your questions about all matters of the heart at justbreakuppod.com, which is also where you can find our merchandise.
1: Please remember to like, follow, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review. This literally keeps our mics on and helps us reach more broken-hearted souls who need two random strangers giving them relationship advice.
0: Just Breakup is a production of Duvid Media. Original music recording, editing, producing all magical things by our good friends Spencer Worth Davis. Make sure to check out his music and his podcasts. And remember, other people aren't always going to be able to see and affirm our growth. Mm. It is not on other people to determine how much we've changed or how much we've healed. That sometimes is a knowledge only known to ourselves. And if all else fails.
1: Just break up.